This is Elder Spuds, an actual play Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition podcast. What's up, Elder Spuddies? Buddies, buddies! Buddies, 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 buddies! Sitting at the virtual table with me today is Scott. Sneaky. Stealthy. And level 5. Pace. Wills. Coincidentally, also level 5. Zed. Speedy. E level 5, fighter bard. Very alert, Jode. And Josh. The level five Loxon Druid, who hopes level five also gives another bump up to that mind chat room. And I'm also level five. I'm your DM, Connor. It does get started. You, I don't think we Damn. leveled you up yet. Jury's still out. Uh, milestone, so. Yeah. One of these days will be a level six DM. <laughs> <laughs> He's overpowered. Previously on Eldritch Buds, in the aftermath of the battle, Cambrio reveals his true self, a young boy named Hayes. After a brief bonding moment, our heroes almost forget to interrogate the hooded figure they captured. While interrogating this individual, our heroes are introduced to an unsettling voice that takes over the hooded figure's own. Searching through the bodies, our heroes discover that the path to Emily leads west. But first, our heroes need to get to Capilon to hopefully find the chain and the Erasmus shipment. During their watch, Jinxie encounters some old friends in the form of Pibs, telling him there is a package waiting for him in the city. And Zed learns a little more about the mysterious journal John gave him back at the estate. Who was that voice? What will our heroes do once they get to Capilon? Let's find out. Okay, let's jump into it. So... You've just taken a long rest after an exhausting night of stealing from the chain, talking with the chain, escaping with the chain, and fighting those terrible, terrible uh, kidnappers. You spent the last hour or so before heading to bed interrogating the individual who at once became cursed, possessed, and his neck snapped right in front of your eyes. You wake up feeling very refreshed. A beautiful morning, only a few hours from Capilon. You guys heading there? Anything that you'd like to do before? Did we sleep outside? Or did we didn't make any sort of shelter, we just pitched camp and kind of slept? Yeah, I assumed that you guys had some sort of like A-frame tent type of thing, but okay. nothing too fancy. A couple sheets, a couple a squad, but you can feel free if you're a little oh, sorry. It's fine yeah. too. <laughs> Go ahead. I digress. I don't really need anything. I just kind of sit like a little. Just sort of like hydraulically powered down a little. Just yes. Yeah. Zed uh, would have woken up uh, quite energetic, as you mentioned. We feel refreshed. Um, Zed is feeling rather motivated to uh, get into Capilon, so I'm going to presumably correct me if I'm wrong. Cambrio, Cambrio is the last one awake as he loves his boots. Or were you last watched? No, you would already be awake. So I can't even... Uh, I was on Captain's Watch, I believe. Yeah. Did you stay awake throughout that? Yeah, it was 9 a.m. I had a yeah. great night's sleep. Uh, all right, well then, Kinda in that case, in. I'll do nothing to Cambria. Sorry, Rick. Keeping us safe. Okay. Um, and, uh, and Zed's just going to say, hey, hey, guys, I really think it's best that we uh, just get a move on and get to Kaplan. We've got a, a lot to accomplish today. We are already well behind schedule. 
I agree. Yeah, let's get rolling. Does it really matter at this point when we show up? I, we still... We have to show up still. Yes, but... Such rush? Is there any reason not not to rush at this point, Jinxie? We're... I, we gotta... We're still searching for Emily, Jinxie. Yes, yes, okay. But, like, not, like... Jinxie? Bust, bust our hump. Oh, we're busting some humps. This is a hump... This is a hump-busting situation. Jinxie, I don't see why you're, you're fighting us on this one. We've gotta get going. We're... Oh, um, I... I do not need, mean to fight, I'm just... Wait, are you going to conversate with some more birds on the way? We, what are you... We have... <laughs> we have come so far in such short time. Yeah, it's we a, need to go even a, more. <laughs> you've described a trip. <laughs> we are almost accomplishing what we have set to do, but we've kind of already failed certain aspects of that, and I think the sooner we get in, the better our chance to get more money from, uh, from Vetus. And... Uh, Look, at this point, I mean, I just don't see why we wouldn't get, get ourselves going. We also need to make sure we find the chain before Yeah, we don't even have our stuff. Off. We need a we need a, that's stuff. the pressure, the time crunch right there. We gotta we gotta get our stuff that we so we can actually sell it. Jinxie, unless you've got a good reason, like get get your ass out of bed and let's go let's go. Jinxie, are you okay going to Capilon? Jinxie is more than happy to go to Capilon. Then let's go. Jinxie. Okay. Don't wanna just ca- don't wanna be you, don't wanna be a captain here. Are your but, uh, papers still okay after Yeah, you have those papers you know, from John, right? And... Jinxie's gonna rub it, rummage through and find his papers. Pull them out. Yeah, so you can see that they're still more or less fine. They've dirtied a little bit just from being on your person for the last few days, but yeah, as soon as you touch okay. them. And going through the water. A little splash of prestigitation should unsoil those. Ooh, scrubs that right up, okay. Yeah, it's looking fresh. Fresh papes, dude. Okay, let's let's roll out. Let's roll those. Sure, papes. so let's we, we can fast travel a little bit here. So it's about ten AM as you head out, and you know that it's gonna take until about three o'clock or so to get to Capilon. And after an exhausting few days of traveling, uh, hours of hiking today. Finally, the forest gives way to an opening. And the beauty of the capital of Tidalbrook opens up in front of you. This shining city on the horizon, Capilon, is one of the most northern cities in all of Tidalbrook. The dwarven mountains acting as a natural barrier, cradling and holding it from the north. As you approach the city, the first thing that really wows uh, those of you who have not been here before is that instead of stone or wooden walls surrounding it, there is a 40-foot wall of white rushing water, almost like a living waterfall that surrounds the city. It leads into a moat of water below, but never flows over. Also, it, it doesn't look like there's a source because there's just fortifications on top of it with soldiers and guards walking along it as if it's a normal wall. It's very strange, obviously arcane in nature. As you approach the city, you can see that the river opens up as you're exiting this forest. 
No less than 30 or so trade ships are approaching the city from the river, coming in and leaving. There is a genuine buzz of energy in this place. So you get closer to Capelon, and you can see that the river port, which is the entrance from the riverside, is one of the few entrances on the side of the city. And it seems to be the hub of trading as well. Uh, for anyone who has been here before, you know that this is the area of the city where most of the warehouses, trade markets, and even some you know, shipping guilds and things like that are found. Uh, if you were to find Vetus anywhere, it would be here, as that is where uh, the requisition slip told you to head. What do you guys want to do? Hey, uh... Do you guys, uh... Should we... Should we head into town and see if we can track down the, the chain and get the rest of our stuff? Or should we take some of our stuff to Vetus and try and bring the rest back later. I kind of think we should try and bring the majority of the shipment full. But, I mean, it won't be a full shipment at this point, but as full as we could provide. Yeah, I doubt he wants to pay us twice for separate things. So, And we only have one receipt, so I think it's kind of an all-or-nothing scenarios. I... I'm with that. I think we bring everything as what we need to get, just everything together again. Alright, do we think it's best to uh, maybe split up in pairs, search the city, or do you guys want to stick all together at once? Or, like, as one? Hayes is going to start the mind chat with the two. Which two? Um, which two? That's Sometimes that is excluded and Jinxie's involved, okay? I just want to throw I said out. with the two that was yeah. appointed. If we split up, one of us has to go with Jinxie. Not it. Um, <laughs> look, uh, Not it. No, here's the deal, though. No, no, no. I just look at, I just look at Zed. Just listen up. Um, hmm? Cambrio, have you been to Capilon before? <laughs> nope. Chode, have you? I have. Okay, I've also never been. Perfect, to you can show me around. Okay, I'm not going with Jinxie, so fuck you guys. So I guess we're going as a team. I'll go with the furball. I'll make sure he doesn't do anything stupid. I'll take one for the team. Jinxie's hey, tail just the first. The first keg is on wagon. me. All right, Chode. Speaking of a keg, hey, Cambrio, toss me one of those kegs out of the bag, or open the bag up. I open the, I open the bag, and I, so I'm still hazed right now. So this 13-year-old boy very much struggles to attempt to remove a keg from a bag and just can't. I got it right. Uh, I forgot your time. Can you help, please? I'll pull it out. Uh, also, while you're doing that, uh, I don't think the people will take kindly to something like me here, so I'm just gonna... And then it's just sort of like... He starts like cracking his neck like a little bit, and he just starts like... I don't envision it being like smooth and easy a lot of the time. It's like my kind of like bones popping and just like this like rearranging under the skin and stuff. Um, and it's just going to be a little bit taller, a little bit broader, 
uh, and he sort of just looks like a younger version of what Cambria was. Uh, it's just big, I like that face, but it, it just had some years on it. But we, people kept offering me drinks, and I got really used to that, and that didn't feel normal. Um, so that's going to look like a little kind of uh, rattled by that because Zed and the other Cambria were very close to the same age from your earlier description. And so the fact that it looks like Zed would also then have some years on him. I mean, that's the implication. Late 20s, early 30s, has some years. I'm a 13-year-old boy. That's pretty old. So how much younger does this one look then? Like, where is he? Like, 18. Okay. Okay, cool. Appropriate to be on an adventure. Nice. Joe's gonna guzzle down that barrel of alcohol. So, you just stop me back then, like ten, 10 episodes ago. Did you not drink at the uh, Spring Breeze Inn? Yeah. Huh. I didn't say I didn't drink. I just said I got used to it. Okay, no, no, I just I didn't know them. Whether you just like I haven't noticed you've just been re- rejecting beers constantly. <laughs> no. Um, okay, cool. Anyways. You did at, um... To be honest, I don't think I drank, simply the because the bit with Burr's Trenty or whatever just overtook everything. The Venti? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, okay, anyway, sorry, I got I got a sidetrack there. Um, uh, alright, Cabro, uh, should we, uh, should we get looking? kind of feel like you're Name's the... Cambrio now. Sorry, <laughs> Cambrio. Um, <laughs> shall we, uh... Should we get looking now? I kind of feel like you're the you're the best guy to be hanging with if we're searching for people. I mean, who doesn't want to hang with the boss? That's totally fine. I think. All right, where do Are we know about the story? chain? One, he definitely banged that beholder at least once. Okay. Two, uh, we don't know. He's that. trying. He's trying to show that to the authorities. So, um, do we start? With the authorities? No, he's, he he mentioned that the king was going to be the first person he talked to about um, how he killed the beholder when I spoke to him. So I think he's passing through Tylebrook on his way to Kumdor, but I imagine if he's been traveling all the way from Weir Kazam through, what better place to maybe stop for a couple days than, uh, than Capilon? Um, so we need like another... Like a, a carriage house. Yeah, he would probably stay somewhere probably where he could tight. safely store his uh, his carriage, so he where thinks. he felt like it was secure, unlike when he last left it and we probably stole it. I mean, he <laughs> did there's stables here, so and he did tell us now there's an alarm. Maybe Cambrio and I will head to the start scouring inns at Chode. Maybe you and Jinxie could start hitting up bars in case he's stopping for somewhere to eat, like something like that. We could I am very kind of cover the two most probable places he'd go. Should we poke our head even into this shipyard? What if he's trying to sell his stuff? Yeah, what if he sees Vitas before Maybe, us? Maybe Chode and Jinxie, you guys could... Like, I think he's most likely to be in, so maybe you guys could pop in, just check the shipping yard before but we go. would he know who to see? Yeah, he's never been to Capilon before. If he's sold merch, I don't, I don't know. I'm just trying to cover bases. Didn't uh, didn't Connor say this is like the only way in from the side of from the riverside? So like, oh, there's two ways. Oh, 
Okay. Yeah, I said it was one of a few ways. There's there's oh, two okay. main ways, but essentially you can tell that all of the people in trade ships or people bringing deliveries are going in one particular way, and then there's fewer people going uh, a, another road kind of from the west uh, meets up with your trail, and there's also one that goes in that way, but it's less frequently used, it looks like. Is there anyone, like, inspecting boats and carts as they come in? Is, like, is there any sort of, like, log book? You know what I mean? I got, like, a, a reception? Uh, I'm st- I'm still picturing you guys being, like, further back to just know that there's, like, commotion on the docks. But we'd have to get okay. closer to figure that out. Yeah. So I'm going to turn to the group then and just be like, well, we could check and see if they're keeping records of who's coming in and out. I don't know if they would have just recorded a cart or if they would just let that in, but maybe one of the guards saw something. What? Uh, it is a good that's idea. A, that's a great idea. I, I kind of think I could expand that a bit here. What if we get you uh, close enough to maybe even this fetus guy or, or someone else who looks like they could gain access to that and you take a look, we distract we distract them and then maybe you could go talk to whoever's keeping logs. If, if there are the, logs. If he's a gnome, can you sh- can you shrink down to the I've never. Mm, can you? I'll be honest. When I was room? when I was a little one, I did a pretty good gnome, um, but I don't. I really don't think I could get the height right anymore. I st- I would just be. T- uh, Cambria was gonna shrink down as small as he can go, um, still keeping the same form, but again, joints popping. Just it's like a skeleton is just folding in on itself. Um, the grossest transformer. <laughs> Sounds like uh, and so he gets to about he gets to about <laughs> four foot five. Optimus Grime. He gets yeah. to about four foot five, as if he can sort of go up or down a foot from his original height. All right. To answer your question from a couple episodes against uh, ago, Will's about uh, sizes of creature I could change into. It's not really a creature; it's just my height. So we can't be Venus, but. Find Venus. Maybe he would be a good information center. Yeah. If he's like, if he knows John, maybe, maybe we can, he helps you know, us. get him to help us out in a little bit of. Or maybe he's seen a guy with a big cut. I don't know. I mean, it's you gotta, you gotta imagine he wanted the stuff. Or it's part of his. Like, if he's not getting, if it's not for him, he's gotta at least be getting commission or something. Yeah, yeah. Although the more I think about it, would it be wise for the chain to roll into a shipyard with a beholder in the back of his cart and try and unload anything? No, that's true. He seemed to keep that thing pretty locked up tight. Yeah, I almost think that there's no chance he went there, but I, I don't know. I think, again, even if he did, he was riding all night, he... You know, fled like a coward. Uh, first thing a coward is going to do is probably get a good night's sleep. Or bang a corpse. I don't know, but that's his deal. <laughs> You're really committed to that. It's not me. He's a committed guy. You, you were him for 10 seconds and you just know? You know I've lived right. in his skin. Cabrio, what do you say we, uh, we start looking for the ends? Cabrio nods. All right. 
Alright, football. Let's go find some buzz. Okay, here, let's go for a stroll. We start with the Okay, who wants to start? Oh. Yeah, we'll I take mind one. if we do. Um, so as we as we would have walked away from the other group then, um, Zed's gonna turn to uh and say Garo, you would have uh, you would have probably loved our old captain, um, Gabriel. Great guy. Um, I really wish you would have you would have got to meet him. Cambrio just kind of stares at you like, what? what? And then he turns to just doesn't say a word. Turns, opens the bag, pulls the log out a little bit. Reminder to demote Zed. And then just tucks it back away. Are you still saying these things out loud yeah, as you what's next? Them? Yeah, that's the only way I can write. <laughs> um, what? Uh, I say now lightly before I have to commit to writing a secret message later, and I have to yell it aloud. Uh, <laughs> it's a, a little humor, Cambrio. Just try to keep things light for for us here. Ah. Uh, oh. Okay. All right. Rolls his eyes I'm at just you. Just pat just him on the back. Pith- and... Just just a pithy teenager now. <laughs> Wasted a log entry. All right, uh, so you okay? Whatever, whatever, Grandpa. So you haven't, uh, you haven't been here before, Cambria? No, man. I, uh, I think I told you pretty much my entire life story like yesterday. All right. Oh, and I didn't oh, mention oh, this. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Uh, Connor, DM. Sorry, DM. Uh, can I get a? Uh... Yeah, cry the DM for help, old man. Oh. I'm. I just want to look around, uh, just for as far as townsfolk. I'm going to try and approach somebody, so can you just ask for Yeah, sure. Just give me a layout of of who I'm looking at, just so I can approach the friendliest looking person. Yeah, so in comparison to Botan, this is obviously a much bigger city. Um, The place that you are now, uh, kind of near the trades port on the river, is pretty hustling and bustling. There are hundreds of people... Uh, loading boxes off of ships and doing different trade deals under canvas tents and things like that. And uh, there's lots of people who you could theoretically pull aside. Most of them look busy doing something, but uh, yeah, there's lots of people. Yeah, I guess I kind of envisioned us when we left the other two, like heading more into like towards the city itself. I guess I didn't really clarify that very well. I would say we're on our way. Can we just not ask like a guard? Yeah, yep, yep. Cambrio's gonna, Cambrio's gonna find an adult. Sure. So, which entrance are you going through? Um, There's two that you have option for: the trade port or the like road. I would like, prefer the, the road. Rest. Okay. So then you guys are going towards the. I also believe that would be the way the chain. We can honestly just because the wagon was pretty, not necessarily like crazily unique, but it certainly wasn't a standard, you know, carriage or whatever, like open back mm-hmm. trades wagon. Yep. So theoretically, we could even just uh, my my gut is that he came through the road, and we should just ask the guards on the way and if he's seen him, and then just ask if they know where like the the tavern quarter, the the inn quarter is. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So you approach. There are two of the king's hammers guards that are a little bit more formal looking in Capelon than they were in Botan. So. Their cloaks look a little bit cleaner, a little bit more matchy. Uh, but yeah, both of them uh, are actual dwarves with uh, great hammers, and they look fairly menacing. One one has no hair on the top of his head, but a big blue beard. 
and the other one who looks a little bit younger uh, is uh, has a long head of black hair with like a squared shorter beard uh, than the other one. And they both look fairly menacing and fairly good at their jobs as you go up to approach them. Um, so I was going to kind of mess you on up and just be like, hello, sirs. Uh, I was wondering if, if any of you had, how long have you gentlemen been on duty today? Uh, since the, uh, since the morning, uh, about 9am or so. Uh, did you guys, did you happen to see a, like a really developed cart come through, like, like big, big kind of roof walls locked door on the back like solid not not it's kind of driven by like a cambrio is struggling to cambrio is struggling to find the words to describe the chain uh he's really tempted to turn back into it but then realize that might not be a great idea yeah um but so he's just gonna describe like this tiefling tiefling he he said he looked human or tiefling we couldn't really tell we don't have a clear description of the chain. okay so i'm gonna describe the chain to these guards it is blue cloak with the runes why don't you roll me a charisma check to see how well you describe the chain? Oh, can't you just give it to me? Well, you described him terribly, so yeah, they yeah, would not I know. know. I forget what the <laughs> chain looks like, so I was too busy being him. That's an 18. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so you, just, you, you do a very good job of describing uh, this hooded figure in a blue and yellow robe. With the runes. Yeah, with the runes and everything. Uh, you described the carriage fairly well. Um, the only Roof thing you couldn't—yeah, the only thing you couldn't exactly remember was what the war horses looked like. But you do remember that they were war horses, so you gave a, a fairly good description. And uh, one of the dwarves says, uh, "I mean, yeah, maybe, but uh, there's been a few hundred people that we've, you know, seen through today, so I, I wouldn't be able to tell you much." about him even if I could say for certain um do you do you know where we could maybe uh find a place on our way into town here to uh to lay our head Are there many many inns or or hotels or anything like that uh yeah I mean right actually in, in through this this entrance here this is where a lot of the inns and the bars are but uh hmm, I don't have one in particular I've, I've got a house up on the east side so I, i'm not in the inns often yeah do you know and where the someone other, the other with one a, in. a fair amount of coin might stay any uh, more of a swankier joint maybe the uh oh maybe the stonehead yeah the stonehead's where i'd like to take my missus if i uh if i could take her on an anniversary date night that's for sure it's uh pretty swanky there ah so you, you got a missus I, I do, yeah. Does she work? What are you getting at there, son? And he kind of like she... looks at you intimidatingly. Just, just curious about your home on the east side where you live. Oh, don't get, don't get too many thoughts there, you skeevy bastard. Oh no, he he's just, like, forgive, uh, forgive my friend here. He's kind of weird with his words sometimes. Yeah, I'd say. Uh, like, all right, he's here. Thank you for your time. He's we won't bother you any longer. And I'm just going to kind of try and. Cambrio's uh, <laughs> doing the me. math. Cambrio's uh, putting a heist together in his head. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I got to get those twin gnomes. During during this time, there's been, you know, four or five other 
uh, people going through the entrance, so that was what the other guard was kind of uh, doing. But he, the other one kind of just waves you guys through uh, as if to enter. However, what I will say is, as you're entering, you can see that one of the very first places in Capilon seems to be a stable where uh, people could drop off their horses. Uh, you see a few carriages as well. Um, and you also notice that there is a uh, female human uh, sitting on a stool by a table that looks to be tending this stable area. Uh, what do you think, Kanrio? Uh, Should we see our friend the chain come and collect his I'm carriage we again? Didn't talk to the, we didn't talk to the other guard. Yeah, but uh, I, I'm looking at some stables right here, and I feel like if you just make yourself look like the chain again, it worked like a charm last time to get the chain's uh, carriage. That's, that's true. I guess what, what's the plan here? That I can't come in and just ask for my carriage back? Come in, pretend I got... What do you want me to do? Just pretend I got blackout drunk last night and can't find my carriage? I was actually going to say, yeah, yeah. Like, what? Did, did I leave my carriage here? And you got drunk and... and, and Combrio is already turning into the perfect. chain. Perfect. That's exactly what I wanted you to do. That's great. That's my plan. All right, I'm going to approach the lady outside. Sure. I'm going to stay, like, a little bit back. Okay. Do you, uh, do you work here? Hi, yeah, I, I do. Sorry, sorry, I can't remember the conversation like Rob's face. Like, he's just coming off one. Um, do you, uh, this is gonna be crazy. Did I leave my cart here last night? Um, I don't know. I, did, do you have, uh, usually we give little valet tickets. Do you have I, that on you still? I lost my cloak. Oh, that's, wow, that's too bad. Um, let me see here. I have a log book. What did you say your name was again? Uh, The Chain. She kind of looks up at you like, you can't be serious. How dare you? Oh, <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, I, I just, I, I thought I heard something else. Maybe. What's your name? Craig? C-A-R-A-I-G or whatever? <laughs> she she's just like, no. Oh, God. That would be yeah. horrendous. I'm, I'm sorry if I offended you. Um, and she goes, she starts looking through the logbook and kind of licking her finger and going through flip, flip, flip. Uh, the chain was, is there maybe another name that you checked in under? I don't see anything. I come up with a lot of stupid names, but was there anything with like two big war horses? Might've been a little singed by fire. Uh, I feel like I would definitely remember that. And when, when did you drop it off? Uh, it would have been like late last night, possibly early this morning. You had a, you had yourself quite the night if you can't remember, right? Um, uh, it's been more of a morning, actually. Yeah. Uh, give me a sec, and she gets up and goes to the back for a few minutes, and uh, she eventually chain throws up. She's like, "Oh, sorry, there, sweetie. Are you okay? Do you need like a warm rag or something?" Oh, a warm rag would be lovely. Oh, I didn't actually think you'd say yes. Uh, yeah, give me a, <laughs> give me a, give me just one more second, one more second. Right, she comes thanks. back, <laughs> comes back out a minute or so later with like a brown rag that's been dipped in water, and as she hands it to you, it's like lukewarm. Like it could have been warm a while ago, but it's definitely not hot. It's just, she's like, sorry, yeah, I'm, I'm not. Not a healer, uh, but yeah, no, I, I just not checked. Not a in... heater either. <laughs> you're, you're funny. Um, 
I, Chain yeah, puts I, the rag in his mouth. <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> um, well, on that note, yeah, I can definitely confirm that we don't it's have... Good morning. Yeah, okay. Um, and she, like, you can tell that she's not really sure what this is, <laughs> what's happening. So she wants to get out of this conversation as soon as possible. And she's like, uh, yeah, so can confirm there's no warhorse carriage. There's nothing bigger than a mule cart here today. Uh, definitely not one that was dropped off in the last 24 hours, let alone this morning. Yeah, I, I think, sweetie, it might have the wrong place. Yeah, uh, anywhere else that you think would, if, like, if you were trying to, like, late night, early morning, drop off your carriage. Sorry, right. she uh, takes the rag out of his mouth and then says all that. Where oh, would you thanks. go? Uh, well, I mean, Capitol's a big city, but to be frank with you, this is kind of it in terms of horse storage and stablery and things like that. I mean, obviously, you would know if you had, like, a house or somebody, you know, because then you wouldn't need to drop your horse or carriage off. Maybe you're forgetting that I don't... I think maybe you're having a day, sweetie. This is kind of this is kind of it. It's a day, okay. All right. Well, thank you for your time and your rag. I'm gonna put hey, it no back problem. in her hand. Oh, thank you. I'm gonna go pet a horse. Oh, not that one! Not that one. <laughs> Do you I pet bet. that one? I okay. bet. <laughs> You're only animal handling with disadvantage. <laughs> so it's gonna start. That's uh, gonna start running over to uh, Comprio. No fair, I look like a chain. That's a three? Oh no, that's nippy. You take that's one D4. <laughs> yeah. Oh what? It was with disadvantage. The three was the first roll, but it was oh, also okay, the sorry. worst roll, so. Yeah. so she goes, yeah. No, that's nippy. Oh, I'm so sorry. And you take one D4 uh piercing damage. Go ahead and roll that. It's rolling. That's two Okay, crazy. Yeah, so this mule nips you on your hand pretty fucking hard all okay. things considered oh i'm sorry did you want to just maybe do you want this back and she hands the rag back to you like, oh you're right and i i throw the rag at the nippy oh please please don't do that oh i'm so oh, i'm sorry nippy and she like starts tending to the so middle. i feel it's like, like Zed's if, if there's nothing okay. else i mind link with nippy bite her bite her yeah, it's, it's like a, your conscience, it's, like a white, it's a white noise. <laughs> You're not receiving anything. The back. chain falls asleep. Okay, I'm gonna now be here. Um, oh, that's pretty quick, okay. and this has been a lot. And I'm just gonna kind of pick up uh, the chain, Conbrio, and uh, just kind of drag. Oh, I'm so sorry. I I lost him for two minutes. He's been going it's around been everywhere morning. looking for his cart okay. and whatnot. Thank you for your time. <laughs> And then I'm gonna, oh okay. sorry, can I just She's grab that? Like I'm gonna very... grab the uh, the cloth out of her hand and just kind of like wipe his <laughs> hand and then toss it back to her. Perfect. Oh, you shouldn't have really. So and she just kind of drops it. So once I've dragged him kind of like far enough away, I'm like, so uh, I'm, I'm guessing that didn't go too great. What if the chain has a house? I like, slightly open my eyes and look at you as if this has all gone perfectly according to plan. And I it's like, uh, yep, honey powder. Bang. I, uh, I gotta admit, Camry, that's a pretty, pretty smart idea. Um, can't believe I didn't uh, think of that either. I mean, we could probably still rule out maybe the Stonehead because it's a lot easier to check there than 
every house, but... Um, I guess. But, uh, yeah, do you want to go to the stone's head? Uh, the stone head, yes. Or at least, shall we vacate this horse area? Yeah. Uh, sure, so uh, we're going to pick up from Jinxie and Chode now. So which, were, were you guys going in the same way as them, or did you guys head more towards, like, the trade port well, on the river? You said bars and inns are in the same area, right? Yes, so how the layout of the city is, from, you know, Chode, I guess you would know this, is uh, in the southwest kind of region. Picture So picture the city as a clock, okay? Mm-hmm. So from like the six o'clock to the eight or nine o'clock, that kind of area is the bars, the inns, uh, the place where if you're vacationing here is like where you would get a hotel. Like this is kind of the where guests stay. Okay? Like the tourist yep, side of town. Exactly the tourist side of town. Moving, uh, you know, counterclockwise from like the six to like the three or the two on the other side, that's kind of the mouth of the river and that all on that side is where the trade port is. Okay. Um, there are some other areas like North kind of built right into the mountains showed. You would know that the uh, main fortress, like the main keep for Capilon resides and kind of, as you get closer to that main keep, you're going from the inns and the touristy area and the trade port and stuff in through a little bit more, uh, refined homes, nicer areas, the uh, the churches, the you know, kind of the, the more upper class places in Capilon. Um So, with your history, I would say being a you know fight pit robot, you would have been more in the kind of slummy tourist kind of southern part of the town. Um, but yeah, so that's that's kind of roughly how the town is divided, Jinxie. Okay. Uh, Mr. Chode, so you you have been here before? Yeah. Okay. We probably could have stayed as a group for this part. Yeah, you could have been like our guide. And they just went off and don't know where anything is. I don't get it. It's okay. They needed needed some bonding time. Yeah, they needed the space. So uh, let's, let's head in. Perfect. So follow me. As you guys are heading in, you walk past uh, an oblivious Cambrio and Zed, and you can just hear Cambrio being like, "So does your wife work?" Or <laughs> and then so the uh, the other one, the bluebeard one, is kind of waving you guys in um, as you walk past. So you're in this uh, kind of southwest district of Capilon. Showed with your experiences here, did you have any specific place that you wanted to start, uh, or were you just going to kind of aimlessly? Go from we, place to place. We were cool. Like, they didn't hassle Jinxie coming in. Uh, uh no. Nice. Oh, yeah, this is a free city? Ooh. Yeah. So far. So far, yeah. Well, we're on the touristy side, so. Yeah. Maybe not in the north end. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think I would go to the first bar as you come in. Kind of check out there. Would that just be, like, combined with Stonehead, or... Uh, no, so the Stonehead's a, the Stonehead's like kind of the closest one north in this area, um, as it's kind of moving up the more rich side of town. Uh, there is uh, one. Sorry, let me just find it here. 
there's the dirty dog. That's kind of the first one uh, as you walk in. And I would say it's that like you. I would say, Chode, <laughs> you recognize this one because as you were coming up uh, through Tavier and the different fighting pits and stuff, there were often times where kind of traveling shows were brought to different cities. Uh, but fighting pits aren't necessarily seen as a good thing. So it was kind of like, think Fight Club, where it was like kind of underground and like not not big uh, marketing for it. You know the Dirty Dog has a uh, basement kind of fight pit. So you've been here before. Let's, uh, let's check out this place. I've been here before. Is Are, are these good places or bad places? Um, well... I like these places, so... So, bad places. <laughs> Maybe for you. Okay. Uh, but, uh, well, actually... No, you wouldn't be interested in doing that. What? What? Uh, maybe we'll come back to you after we, uh... After we find Mr. Chain and get our money, because, uh... If we get shortchanged, I got a cool, fun way that we can, uh... Make a little bit more cheddar cheese. Oh, Okay. But uh, you gotta be ready to uh, be like that last fight, not the river fight, because we're gonna just as a forewarning, because these people don't pull their punches, and they will kill you. But we can make lots of monies. So, Jinxie doesn't care for that, but I will help. And then Money he's gonna or people. What's that? Sorry? What 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 part of that did you? Oh, just the money. What, what, what good? Well, I mean, with more money, we can find Emily. Mm. Yep. Furbering. You're so. right. That is that is the good. Maybe we do need the money. All right. Let's go in and get a drink, and we can talk and see if we can find if the chain was here. Perfect. So as you guys head into the Dirty Dog, it's immediate just chaos. You're, you go in. There are, like two halflings dangling from a chandelier there are bottles being thrown across the uh, the bar like the music is going on so like this big you know kind of chaos and half bar fight half people eating chicken wings like it's just kind of a, a lovely chaos are um, there saloon doors uh no there's no saloon doors Damn. um but uh, as as you go in um one of the people at the front go Yeah, okay. Um, the, f- the first person that you see on the way in uh, immediately throws a punch at you, Jinxie. And is like, Ah! A big old animal thing! Fuck him! And, um... Let's see, does a... Uh, an 11 doesn't hit your armor class, right? No, an 11 doesn't. Can, okay, so... Jinxie just stop his fist with his tr- like trunk? <laughs> yes, you can. You can. And, and he looks at his fist, he's like, Why is it so wet oh god and then there's there's just kind of everything is going on <laughs> kind of bottles being thrown you're getting wet from different things uh being poured from the, the rafters and stuff and there's a there's there's a gnome gnome girl that comes up to you and she's like just sit anywhere sweetie uh find a table it's kind of like you know just let it, let me know whenever you're ready to order and, and i'll i'll make my way over to you and then she kind of does like uh Hip hop and like jumps on people's backs to kind of like get through the commotion to get back to the kitchen. Uh, so this is. I'm just gonna like push that guy away after he like threw a punch at Jinx and shove him away. Just get out of here. Sure. 
What what is this place? What Fuck, what I just happened? How cool this place is. <laughs> this is normal? This is great. Oh my. My my oh my. Let's let's go sit over there. Jinxie's just gonna even though he's like a big you know, mammoth man just trying to hide behind Chode as he like <laughs> like follow him to the table, just trying to be as small as possible. Sure. Just be like pushing people out of the yeah. way. Yeah, as you guys as you guys are making your way through the crowd, you're not taking damage from this, but showed like shot glasses are exploding off your head and like Jinxie, there's like a dart that ends up in your arm. You're like, Jesus Christ, like <laughs> it's just chaos. But you do find um you do find a couple bar stools uh near near the bar where the gnome is, is now pouring drinks for people. Uh, excuse me, sweetheart, what's your name? Excuse me. Hello. Oh, hey, um, my name's Shali. Shali? Shali. Shali. Like, go Shali, it's it's your birthday? We got a party like it's your birthday. Yeah. What can I get for you, sweetie? I'll take, uh, three ales, and what do you want? Uh, do you have mixed greens? What, do we have what? Mixed greens, like uh, uh yeah, I, I think I know what you're talking about. And so she starts pouring three ales for you, Chode, and then you get you see her get a bottle of absinthe from the back, <laughs> uh, and she starts pouring a green liquid into a like martini mixing glass, and she starts pouring uh, that for you, Jinxie. Here you go, mixed greens and three ales. That's uh, four silver. All uh, right, I will pay for that. Um, you know what? Do you have any food? I think that's what um, I was getting at. Yeah, let's see here. It's kind of just uh, whatever you can grab. And then, like, as she's saying that, like, you can see that somebody down the bar is, like, half done a chicken. And she just kind of grabs it from them. And she's like, he'll, he'll never know. Here you go. And then and then the guy, like, looks up and around. And he's like, what the hell? And he thinks somebody else grabbed it. So he stabs his fork into the other guy's arm. And then, like, they start <laughs> brawling. God, I love this place. <laughs> <sighs> the price of a chicken. Such a shame. Do you do you eat chicken? Um, I will if I must. This is not ideal, but but I have mixed greens here. You can have the chicken. I I don't know if you want to drink that mixed greens. But she made it for me. It looks so special. Uh, all right. I've uh, I have never had mixed greens like this. Ha what have you had ale before? I've I've smelt it. Yes. You smelt ale. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. You did in John's wine cellar. You were just sniffing ale. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is gonna frick you straight up. Why would? And why would it do that? Mixed greens. Because it's a very strong alcohol. Mm. Uh, can you both roll me a dexterity saving throw? I was hoping you'd make them do random checks just for being in here <laughs> uh a nine <laughs> three okay yeah so um both both of you get in, like encased in the chandelier that is above you it <laughs> swings and falls and it kind of just like hugs both of you on your shoulders you each take four uh four bludgeoning damage as it <laughs> lands on you oh oh gee. ow what what it just like does it shatters in the all commotion around. in the commotion i'm gonna dump out the uh the absinthe drink. I'm just gonna like pour <laughs> okay, it out. Sure, yeah. Oh no, it got spilt. Just really obvious, yeah. 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 Tell you what, have one of these ales. If you like that, then we'll get you one of those mixed greens again. 
Jinx, he's just going to go suck it up. <laughs> but then you're not going to see him swallow or anything. It's just it's just in the trunk. It's just in his trunk. <laughs> he's, he doesn't transfer. Yeah. Very his cool. trunk's like a camel hump. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now uh, what would you like to do? His nose is plugged. <laughs> Are you not... You better drink that. I gave you an why, ale. Why would I drink it? These crazy people, we could we could spray it at them. <laughs> you know what? I like that even better. Spray it at spray it at somebody. Spray it at the guy we stole the chicken from. He'll love it. <laughs> yeah, where's where's the guy with the fork in his hand? He needs our help. Oh, he's uh, he's a few feet from me. They call it like ten feet away. <laughs> Jixie's gonna turn around and like like fire hose blast him with this if he can. <laughs> roll, roll a d20 and add uh, dexterity. Okay. Can I help him on this? Oh, just uh, hold sure, the yeah. trunk. <laughs> hold the trunk like a fire hose. <laughs> yeah, like aiming it. Sure, yeah, you guys can roll with advantage. Um, oh, that's a natural 20. Hey oh <laughs> so, you kill him. <laughs> yeah. like, he it's drowns in front of him and just turns <laughs> to a flamethrower. Yeah. So so the guy with the fork in his in his arm kind of turns at the at the first blast of this like foamy like beer ale thing that's getting all over him. And initially he's mad, but then he's just covered in ale. So he tries to move out of the way and he does like the Scooby Doo like running in one spot with his slippery like and uh and falls. Uh his, he he kind of gets up and he's shaking his head and his face is all bloody from like it looks like he's like a broken nose or something, and uh, you can see that uh, uh, you can see that Shali's like oh not again can somebody please call one of the nurturers, um and from there uh, you can see that uh, a few other people are kind of making space for this guy that is now like completely bleeding from his face and stuff. Uh, is there anything else that you guys want to do before we shift back to the other two? I would like to ask Charlie, uh, the gay guy, excuse me, Jinxie, that was hilarious. We gotta do that again. <laughs> okay, we, we can work on that. Um, have you by chance seen a guy, uh, who thinks he's hot shit? Um, he wears a big blue hooded robe, it's all fancy. Oh, he's got weird um, eyes. He's got a weird eye. Um, he's got rings on his fingers. Mm, I he don't... Kinda, he goes by the chain. Oh, that's weird. Um, no, that doesn't really ring a bell. Uh, did, is this... Is this person, like, a, a wizard or something? Like, they sound very eclectic. He's some sort of magical, I don't know. I don't know exact magics, but... Um, I don't, I really, yeah, no, I, I personally don't, and I can't say that I've ever seen somebody like that, but, uh, maybe try with someone in, like, the Arcane Guild or something? I don't know, that's where I would start if I was looking for a weird magic-eyed hooded figure. Hey, perfect. Where would the Arcane Guild be, or would I know where that is, because I've been here before? Uh, you know that it's uptown. I don't know that you would have ever been there before, but you know that it's closer to the keep. Alright, so that's, uh, that's just uptown, right? Uh... uh, yeah, yeah. If you just keep heading north, uh, it's kind of like in between here and the House of an M. House of an M. Perfect. That's, a, that's quite of a name. Cool, thank you very much. Oh, yeah, no, no problem. Uh, and like, kind of as, as we're wrapping up here, you can just see that there's a, uh, 
kind of like a nurse looking person, like a, a, a white uh, cloaked person kind of going up to the person with the fork in his arm and the blood coming off out of his face, like kind of like pulling him to the side and wiping up his, his wounds and stuff. And you get the sense that that is a nurturer. Uh, okay, so the other two, where are we currently? What's we are... Zed is going to look for uh, another person on the street as he's going to try and get himself to the stone head. He's not really sure where that is. Sure. Okay, perfect. Um, so you go up to... Uh, I'll say kind of there's like a... Uh, not a lord type person, but definitely like a merchant. Somebody in nice clothes. Uh, somebody who has... Like a servant or something, uh, kind of carrying a bag behind him, and he looks—he uh, looks very posh, and he has uh, kind of blonde, wavy hair and a uh, velvet-looking green robe and sash as he's kind of uh, walking through the streets. All right, uh, I'm going to uh, use my uh, glamour weave to make mm-hmm. a shiny, Ooh. shimmery robe on the back. I'm going to make myself look of potential great status um Ooh, as okay, i walk through great. i want this to look so good um uh, and uh i'm gonna walk up to this person and excuse me my lord and he kind of turns around and he's like what is it oh apologies my fellow fashion loving wonder bread my goodness who 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 graces my presence with such a shimmery robe? And he kind of he goes to touch your glamour. Uh, I allow him to, but um, right as after he does, I do a twirl, and it just to, and <gasps> so that the light like reflects off of it. Ah! And he he raises his hand, kind of to cover his face. Majestic, who are you? I I am Zed. That's it. That's, that's all I said. Oh, well, that's. <laughs> That's, might I say, with, with such wonderful, colorful That's robes, you might want to add some colorful titles. Um, but my, 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 my dear, I, 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 I must ask, where did you find such a magical, lovely robe with such wonderful craftsmanship? It's just, I simply must have it. How much? This, this robe is not for sale. Surely someone as yourself can understand that some beauties are kept closest to the heart. Ah, yes. Ah, yes. I, of course, understand where you're coming from. Uh, how can I help such a obvious uh, noble uh, deedsman in this city? I am told to meet a man by the name of The Chain at the Stonehead, and this is my first time through this town could you direct me oh the chain such a particularly peculiar name um but yes the stonehead i actually am uh headed that way myself i could uh show you uh show you right to the stonehead well that would be excellent and is uh is is your cambria are you close by yes is, is your servant going to be joining us as well? <laughs> uh, indeed, indeed he shall. Ah, uh, yes. Isn't slavery the best? It is truly oh. one of the worlds. And like, it's, it's kind of just trying to mask his like cringing. Uh, most interesting things. 
Shall, shall I hold your robe above the dirt, sir? Ah, uh, yes, as always. Thank you. <laughs> always a pleasure. Larry. They named me Larry because you couldn't pronounce my real Silence! Name. No one asked you to speak. Now, let us go to the stone head. Tadpole, hurry! And you can see the, the <laughs> person behind him like, Yes, my lord! What does and Tadpole look like? looks over at can me and he goes, a It's a living! <laughs> Say what again. does Tadpole look like? Uh, <laughs> yeah, roll investigation. Give you a second to just... Okay, that's gonna be a... Nine? Nine. Yeah. R- raceless. You're not sure. It could be... It could the be dream. anything. It looks the almost like Smeagol. Like, it looks kind of like not fully a man, not really a dwarf. He just looks like he's been in servitude for so long, like... He, who knows what this looks like a 13 year old changeling boy almost yeah (laughs) all right uh i'm gonna subtly alter my appearance to look a little more like tadpole uh okay are you doing this out in public it's like subtle i'm i'm hobo down like this holding his robe above the dirt sir roll me a stealth chart to see if tadpole sees okay who cares if tadpole sees no one believe him it's a 24 oh Yeah, so Tadpole doesn't see... He, like, he sees kind of like the ruffling of your robes as your bones are snapping and popping into place now looking like Tadpole. But he thinks maybe you're just coughing or something. And he's like, uh, he goes, uh, are you okay? And, and he looks and he sees the, he's, that he's now looking at kind of his twin, like not fully, but he's like, ah, uh, ah. Uh, and he averts his gaze and just starts following uh, As his, we his should, leash. we should look upon the dirt we are. After, uh, after about 20 minutes of walking, you uh, come to a place that looks very regal and very nice, very sleek and very chic. It is uh, like a, a large limestone cube almost, very minimalist. Uh, there's no windows, there is no uh, torches, like there's nothing. It's, it's a slab of stone in the middle of the nice part of town. And there is somebody kind of in like a tuxedo. Uh, type robe in front of the this establishment with the large clipboard. And you can see that there's a few people in line as he's kind of like checking to make sure that they're on the list and uh, either letting them in based on that or kicking them to the curb if they're not. Alright. Um, I'm going to... Uh, well, uh, thank you again for uh, showing me the way. Anytime. I am going Anytime. to yes. uh, wait here for my company to join me. Ah, of course, yes. What are we if not people who enjoy company? <laughs> I could not have said it better myself. And again, thank uh, yeah. you. I hope to run into you at one of the many galas I attend throughout the year. Ah, yes, those galas. Those I love those galas. And he says, uh, my... New best friend, and he goes and like takes your hand and like gives you like a, a like bows and kisses your hand. And he's like, until next time, and he shuffles off. And I do kind of like, yes. <laughs> you bow. Also. Okay, perfect. Um, so the the nameless racist slaver uh, is yeah, now one of your best friends. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Did he go into the bar? Uh, no, he's walking past it. Uh, okay. So he didn't go inside. Oh, so he wasn't going there anyway. Mm-mm. Oh, uh, excuse me. I'm going to call out to him one more time. Mm-hmm. I never did catch your name. Ah, yes. And he shuffles back over. 
And he says, <clears throat> Tadpole, if you may. And Tadpole kind of goes and ruffles through his bag and he takes out this big <laughs> scroll. And he's like, Ahem. <clears throat> Introducing Lord Jimothy of the Creekwater. First of his name. And then he looks at him and he's like, well, aren't you forgetting something? He says, but you, I, I thought we weren't allowed to use this. Let's just uh, read it, read it. Uh, <clears throat> and he says, uh, master of the mud waters and all of the... Really? Do I have to say this? Yes, say it. And master of the mud waters and all of the people that live there also. Ugh. And he's like... Excellent. Lord Jimothy, I prefer Jim. You really should not have to wait for Tadpole to bring that out every time. Does he not know when you are asked to? I, <clears throat> and he, he gets in close to you and he says, I, I know that my sweet Tadpole knows my full titles and my name, but it just doesn't, don't you think that it adds a little bit of flair to the introduction? Or, or... Or should, should I drop it? Do you think I should perhaps no, drop it? Is no, it, is it, is it I power? love it. When you have to explain something to someone, it means it's that much more perfect. Yes, like any good joke. Exactly. Well, Lord Timothy of Creekwater, it has been a pleasure. And you, Zed. And I and he bow again. Lovely. And I turn to uh, Cambrio and I say, uh, well... Tadpole, what do you say, uh, what do you say you and, uh, Lord Jimothy of Creekwater try and get into the Stonehead? Or, hey, do you want to be Lord Jimothy? I don't mind being Tadpole. And I cast the Sky Self. Now I look like Tadpole. Ooh. Who are you Tadpole. Like? I'm going to give Copy a chance okay. to be sure. Lord Jimothy, because... That okay. felt demeaning and said felt terrible. <laughs> I was going to say, do you yes. feel dirty? I felt so dirty. actually <laughs> care. Uh, I know. You did uh, a great job. My problem is that I do not have a fancy cloak. And in fact, look pretty rough from an apparel standpoint. Shit. So you're going to make him cast another spell <laughs> to change? I really wish you had run any of this past me. Or you could just let me wear the cloak. Zed's thinking internally about how he doesn't trust Cambrio and will never give him this cloak. What? Um, <laughs> how many spell slots do I have? <laughs> um, I'm going to cast Disguise Self and look like Lord Jimothy. <laughs> Okay, perfect. Cambrio uh, nods sadly. He's like, and it was too good to be true. And then stares longingly at the cloak. Zed's going to pretend <laughs> he didn't hear that because now he feels more uncomfortable than before. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, sir. So I'll go back down to the dirt. They might make my way outside with the horses. Now, um, do you, did you remember? Uh, I, I mean, I hate to say it. Did you remember the introduction? Because if people know Lord Jimothy, they, they might kind of expect it. You mean Lord Jimothy of the Creekwater, first of his name, ruler of the Mudlands and all the people within? And very close. It's Master no. of the Mud Waters and all oh, of the Oh, that would be the important part to you. Yeah. I wrote Mother. 
<laughs> Say mother of I the wrote mud mother waters. of the mud waters. That's, That's not Khaleesi. <laughs> That's why it's so controversial. Mother of the mud waters. That's the problem. He's like, I birthed you. <laughs> I bet you that. Should we? He's actually a. Frog. You are my muddy waters. Should we try and get? Hey, it? that's a bass player. That's why it's it's trying to take over the bass. Should we try to get in? Yes, but I am I am being the tap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's real. It's really in your hands, sir. Maybe my continued performance down here would be something of a help to your disguise, but I'm here. And um, I don't believe uh, Tadpole was holding up the robes for. Uh, no, that was for, a personal. Yes, choice. yes. So I just mean to 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 match that. You, I feel like you no longer need to do that. You could just say it's a new trend. It's the only part of this I like. In, in that case, uh, yeah, whatever works for you. I do kind of feel like a dick here. Yeah, Cam here just wants to touch that cloak. Soon. <laughs> and I'm gonna approach the uh approach the front door then. Okay, sure. And um I will say that uh the individual at the front is fairly menacing, fairly large, and like I said, in kind of a like tuxedo robe. Um but as you approach, he uh he says, Oh, Lord Jimothy! Uh, welcome back. Um, do you uh, do you intend to dine with us for lunch? I uh, why yes, yes I will. Ah, lovely. Well, I shall uh, allow you to to go in, and uh, and of course your your servant here can find himself in the servant quarters downstairs, as is customary. Of of course, and I'm going to turn to. Um... Turn to uh, tadpole, I guess, fake tadpole, and I'll cast a message, and I'll just say maybe uh, rummage, rummage around, uh, like with the other people in the, the quarters, and see if you can gather any information. Again, I feel like I really lucked out here, and I'm so sorry. So wait, messages be whispering, right? It's just you here. Yeah, so I can whisper okay. and no one can hear oh, it except for you. Sir, it's, sir, sir, it's all right there, sir. I'll just go be amongst my own kind. I know my place. What? So you're whispering that back to me even though no one can hear you? I'm kind of stuck in the character. Oh, okay, um, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i try and grab you something good to eat. But also, sir, and then I switch to the mind link. I can just do this. We don't even need to whisper. Yeah, I know. I just... Unless you include me in the mind link, I, I I can't just start it up myself. So I'm gonna do my okay, thing. Just ask. So anyways, anyways. Okay, so mind link on. Uh, I'm probably gonna you sneak around. The I'm just telling you that. Um. Okay. Yeah. So let's pick up from Jinxie and Chode now that are still in the dirty dog. Uh, chaos is erupting around you in this bar fight. Uh, you're not sure whether it's gotten worse or better since you've been here. Uh, but the chandelier. And uh, all of its mishaps still wrap your bodies um, as you're sitting at this bar. Um, so we're getting up to leave, Joe? Or... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's head towards that uh, arcane guild. Um, Jinxie's going to leave a tinderbox on the table and say to the, to the waitress, oh, you might need this. It's like fantasy tinder. He's hitting on her. He's just, I got you, tinder. <laughs> uh, so Charlie's like, "Ah, uh, thank you. It just, just matches." And Jinxie's gonna whisper and go, "Poof." 
Oh. Sure. <laughs> I don't get All right, it. Alright, Furball, I don't know what you're doing, but... You, you, you might want to light this place on fire. Oh! No, it's great. I love it here. <laughs> How dare you. Love this place. Come on, football, let's get out of here. Okay, let's go. Alright, we'll start making our way to uh, the Arcane Guild. Sure. Um, so, for this, uh, because you haven't been there before, uh, Chode, I'm going to say, roll me a, like, investigation, perception, survival, something like that, see if you can track it down. Uh, you know the general direction where it is, but uh, you're not exactly sure. Um... 17. 17, okay, perfect. So it takes you about an hour or so to navigate your way through the parts of Capilon that you kind of know this place to be. Um, on your way, uh, you see lots of different uh, people and faces. Like, this this city is very diverse. Um, however, you and Jinxie, as you're walking through the, the crowds, are getting those kind of side eyes of, like, ooh, like, what's a Warforged and a deer beast doing together? Kind of like, that's odd. Uh, no one stops you, Jinxie, as you're walking through uh, this part of town. But uh, I will say that with uh, that role, Speedy, you know that the Arcane Guild should be in this in the area of the city that you're at, but you don't see it anywhere. It's the weirdest thing. Is there anybody around? Um, there's yeah, there's there's kind of the hustle and bustle of the of the street, but uh, kind of. No one that's stopping and staring at you at, at this moment. All right. I'm just going to see the next person walking by and just, like, stick my hand out to, like, stop them. Mm -hmm. uh, excuse me. Do you know where the Arcane Guild is? Uh, and, like, the this, like, short halfling woman kind of, like, looks up, 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 up at this huge <laughs> warrior robot overlooking her. And she says, um... I don't... You have to be a part of the Arcane Guild to see it. Uh, Damn it. Well, we were trying to become part of this guild, so that's why oh. we were trying to get this. Well, good luck with that. <laughs> and she, like, scampers off. Like, she's pretty scared. Thank you for your time. <laughs> All right, well. Um, Another dead end. Do you have any way of seeing things like that? Do I? No, I, I just have... This magnifying glass that John gave me, Jinxie's gonna pull it out and start looking up in the air, thinking it's like this floating castle. Okay. <laughs> like, roll, uh, roll an advantage investigation check. Uh, that's an eight, and that is a seven. So an eight. Okay. Yeah, you're not sure. Uh, things look a little bit closer when you're looking through the magnifying glass, but still. Still tough to stuff the tough, tough to, to see. Are, Did you find anything? Um, no, things look big, but no guild. No, never. There's never a guild. Um, do we see anybody that looks a little bit more regal walking by? Um, uh, more regal, or like, are you looking for like like an arcane spellcaster type looking person? Yeah, someone who looks like cloaky, like Fantasia esque. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would say roll me one last, uh, either charisma check because you're like talking to people and asking around, or investigation. 
That is a dirty 20. Very nice. Ooh, okay. Nice. So with this, uh, you do track somebody down that looks uh, kind of like a raggedy old wizard. Uh, kind of a tattered purple robe that looks a little bit worse for wear. Kind of a patchy white beard. Um, and he says, uh, as, as I assume you stop him kind of in the middle of the street. And he goes, oh, hello there. Hello, old maids. Um, me and my football acquaintance are looking to get into the Arcane Guild. Oh. I happen to know what it is. Yeah, I do, actually. Yeah, I'm actually a card-holding member of the Arcane Guild. Uh, see here, it looks like this. And he, he takes out... You know how um, a Doctor Strange in Marvel, when he casts the spells, it's kind of like the hologram-looking magic lines or whatever? So he takes out a business card that looks like it's made out of that. Um, it uh. made, looks like it's made out of light or something. And he goes, um, he goes, this, this is essentially what you're looking for, son. But uh, as you can see here, and he holds up the card, and you can see kind of flashing across like a like a banner is um, guild closed today. Try again tomorrow, and it's kind of just like a re- repeating message. And he says, uh, so if there's something that you need to do, uh, I'm afraid that I can't help you today. But um, why, do, why don't we'll say again? Maybe uh, maybe you can answer me a question. Oh, that'd be great, yes. Um, is there someone in your guild that... It's a... I would say it's a silly name, but my name is Chode, so I oh, can't say anything. That's funny. Um, yes, thank you. Um, is, uh, is there a man by the chain in your gang or your guild? The chain. The, the chain. chain. Where's oh, a big well. blue robe. A blue robed, and you say he's a wizard? Is he a spell master? Whoa. He casts spells, so... Oh, I see. He talked in my mind. Oh, yeah. he's a psychic wizard, I see. I see, <laughs> well... Um, I don't know that the name rings any bells, but it seems like the Arcane Guild would be a good place to start. Um, however, I... Unfortunately, we won't be able to go there today. However, I... I do like the cut of your gem metal one, so say this. Uh, why don't you come by my shop uh, tomorrow, the next day, and I'll be able to give you an update on whether we can go to the guild. You said you were Chode. What's your furry friend's name? Oh, I am, I am Jinxie. Jinxie, it's a wonderful pleasure to meet you, my friend. Very nice what's, to meet uh, you. What's your names, sir? My name? Oh, well, no one's asked me that question in some time. It's, I believe it's Tigmar. Yes, that's it, Tigmar. And I run... uh, T-I-G-M-A-R? T-I-G-M-A-R, yes. And you said you run the shop? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yes. I, uh, I don't know if you can tell, but I'm not the world's most well-off wizard. I... I kind of maintain a little bit of a arcane pawn shop. Uh, no, that's not the word. It's more of a of a lost and found type of situation. Kind of like um, like um, fantasy Salvation Army. Okay. Yeah. So I... y- you can come on down to the shop, which is called Tigmar's Treats, and um. Well, I'll be happy to tell you what the card says in a day or so. Um, Mr. Tigmar, how many how many members do you have? 
How many oh. people with your card? Well, it's it's a fairly exclusive group. It's well, let's see. It's hmm, perhaps forty, uh, p- perhaps forty-five. However, not everyone is from Capron. Uh, I would say there's about twenty of us or so that are consistently here. Uh, and again, not everybody goes to all the meetings, and not everybody hangs out in the guild area every day. Uh, so it really depends, but it's it's not a large group. Jixi can count to 50, but you can't remember 40 people? How do you mean? What are you talking about, football? And then Jixi's going to whisper, What about the chain? He doesn't know the chain? If the chain, only 40 people. Maybe he goes by another name in the guild? I'm not sure that I know of the chain. Uh, yes, perhaps he, he goes by another name, name, or or he could be stopping in, visiting a friend. I, there's lots of... The Arcane Guild isn't, uh, doesn't bar itself to, to travelers. Uh, in fact, I'm bringing you whenever it's open next. The chain All does right, not have well. friends. The way he treated us, he has no friends. Oh, well, no offense, but, but based on the way that you smell, I'm surprised that you have friends. <laughs> oh, that... Jixi takes a trunk and, like, starts smelling his, like, back and armpits, and he's like, Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, I would say, how's this? Meet up with me in the next few days and... And I'd be happy to sit with you and tell you all about the Arcane Guild and some of the things that we do, but I'm actually just on my way to do a couple of errands myself, so I must really get going. Final question for you, old man. Yes. What is the House of Enim? The House of Enim? Is this your first time in Capilon, my friend? <laughs> my first time north of End. Oh. First time in the North End. Yeah, well, the House of Enim is... Uh, House of Healing. That's where some local clerics work from, uh, providing free healing to those who need it. Uh, it's really one of the few wonders in Capron. That's uh, it's it's very great. Uh, what I would say is more people really should be donating to their cause because it's really what's keeping most of the people in this place healthy and and alive. <laughs> it's all of our medical healers are there. What would you like us to donate? Oh, well, normally when somebody has an arm chopped off or they have been poisoned, uh, they'll be healed for free. Uh, it is encouraged that they give some sort of, you know, tip or whatever they can afford, but most of these people in the city can't afford anything. So it's really just run by good Samaritans, and, and when a wealthy person does need it, hopefully they uh, drop off a bigger chunk of change. But to be completely frank with you, I've I've been fairly healthy in my day, so I haven't really been to the house of an inn many times. Hmm. Do you do you think they need blankets? I would assume that they could take any help that you'd be willing to give—gifts hmm. or time or money, anything. Okay, okay. Maybe we find this place. Hey, uh, hey, Josh, do you have one of the armbands in your like bag? I don't. Yeah, I don't have I one either. Take one. Yeah, I, I think, think we only took gentlemen too. Yeah, we only took the one. Um, all right. Well, it looks like we're kind of at a dead end for today's. Maybe we meet up at his magic shop tomorrow. Mm, yes. 
and see if we can hunt down this chain fellow. Where, where is your shop? Oh, it's uh, well, it's kind of in between here and the the, the trade port. Mm. Pretty much head fifteen minutes east, and uh, it's it's the place with the big uh, swirly wizard hat on the top. And he kind of points to his own, and he's wearing like a classic wizard hat with uh, like a point and stars and moons all over it. Uh, let's pick up from the other two. Oh, I was just going to say, oh, are we close enough to, like, get psychically linked, or are we too far away? Uh, you would have been close at the Dirty Dog, but because you've moved halfway up the city into the Arcane Guild area, then, yeah, it's... I don't know what the range it's is, one but I think mile. it's more than, like, 180 feet, right? One mile. Oh, it's one mile? But, um, Cambria would have to see to, like... Oh, we were, true. We were in the mine chat before and we got into the city. And then he started the mine chat with a donkey, so... Yeah, oh, he, so did. That's right. he busted That's ours. <laughs> so I wouldn't even. Yeah. All right. Well, thank goodness. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's head back to. I know you don't like the dirty dog, so maybe we can go to a quieter bar for you. If I think I can go back, because I know what to expect, but that was fucking crazy. What's your mouth there? That, I've never heard you swear before. I've never seen anything like that. So much violence. Um, cool. So you guys make your way back to the Dirty Dog. So we're going to pick up from the other two in the Stonehead. So we'll, we'll begin with you. As you both enter the uh, Stonehead, it's a very interesting place. This whole first main level, which has kind of a, a second, secondary level up somewhere uh, is filled with the strangest collection of both people and items. You can tell that a number of the people sitting in front of a uh, kind of large fireplace on the back uh, end of this hall uh, with you know tables filled with wine and different uh, roasts of pig and like a very exorbitant rich uh, upper class feel, feast almost. Uh, where there is, you know, posh music going on and people are wearing different furs and different leathers and, you know, high-end garb. All along the walls and and over top of the fireplace, there are uh, stuffed taxidermied animal heads. And some are quite large, um, others are a little bit smaller, but ranging from, you know, bears, lions, um, uh, owlin people, it looks like these... These are very interesting, um, kind of, not sculptures, but whatever they're called, like heads on walls. If you want to roll me a perception check, Zed. 15. 15 is what you need. Oh. With a 15, you can tell that not only are these animals on the wall, but they are, it looks like human-animal hybrids. So it looks almost like mm. not hunting, like, trophies, but perhaps deer people um, mounted on these walls. Yeah. Um, And as you enter that first main area, there's a set of kind of tight, narrow stairs that juts off to the left. And uh, Cambrio, as a tadpole-looking individual, kind of gets shuffled right down the stairs as soon as you guys enter uh, so that you're not seen up there for too, too long. So we're going to begin with Zed up top. Is there anything particular that you'd like to do or talk to? Or there's, there's kind of tables filled with all sorts of people. So dwarves, tieflings, humans, uh, you name it. 
Yeah, um... Is this kind of just like a... It looks like kind of just like a... I want to say like a... Country club, like lounge area where yes. people would probably just come yeah, sit this... with people they know. Like, oh, so-and-so is here. And sit yes. down. Not like a, please uh, wait for someone to see you kind of place. No, it's very much a social club where you feel like you have free reign to join anybody at a table or go up to the bar and get a drink or whatever. You're just not sure who Lord Jimothy knows in particular. Yeah, I'll so. go straight to the uh, I'll go straight I'm going to walk towards the bar, but I'm going to try and walk just close enough that like people um, in hopes that like someone that would recognize him, if anyone was around that would recognize him would like be able to see me. Um, sure. What's your passive perception? It is 15. Uh, 15. Okay, so you're going to hear parts of different conversations as you're going through. You hear snippets of conversation as you're walking towards the bar. One woman complaining about her servant not showing up to work uh, this morning and how you can't find good help these days. Another uh, talking about um, what they're planning on wearing to uh, the upcoming court um, court session. Uh, there's kind of just some humming and hawing. Uh, and the other one, uh, the last one that you hear as you're kind of approaching the bar, is uh, somebody complaining about the big donation that was squeezed out of them by the House of an M for uh, fixing somebody's son. So you're kind of just hearing the complaints of the rich in this uh, particular inn. Uh, with nothing really jumping out at you. It's super interesting. Okay. Um, I'll walk over to the bar then. Sure. Bar stool and, situation uh, or just a standing? Uh, not not a bar stool. Kind of like a, a, ni- a very nice uh, kind of le- leather uh, bar stool. Okay. Kind of a nice back to it. And as you approach the uh, as you approach the bar, the bartender says, Oh, Lord Jimothy, uh, the usual? Uh, please. Excellent. And uh, you can see that it's, it looks like it was all already made for you as yeah. kind of as you walked in. Maybe they saw you and they started preparing. Uh, you can see that it is a large Shirley Temple, but in like fishbowl, like a comically huge fishbowl. Love that. Uh, with like, you know, limes and oranges and a single olive in it as well. So when I sit down um, at the bar stool, I'm going to kind of like slouch and kind of like pout a little bit and then kind of like wrap my arm around this fishbowl and bring it in. Is there a straw? No, of course it is a curly Perfect. straw, yeah. And then just kind of slouch my head down and just kind of like find the straw with my mouth and uh, and like not use my hand to just put it in and just kind of like, eh, and then just kind of start slurping like depressed looking. Yeah, and it takes like six seconds for the liquid to kind of swirl around the straw before it enters your mouth. Uh, and the bartender comes up to you and says, my, my, my lord, is everything okay? Is there anything that I could get you? Well, you could get me this this fellow the chain that I was supposed to meet here, and I seem to have been stood up. Have you ever heard of such a thing? A chain? Ah, uh, I'm I'm afraid that I don't. And uh, from behind you, you can hear uh, a voice that sounds to be a little bit drunk. He's like, "Is somebody talking about the chain?" And I'll turn around. Yes. Do you, yeah. do you know him? And you can see this this fat dwarf with like big long handlebar mustache, kind of sloshing and swaying back and forth at his table, and he goes, "That 
piece of shit never brought back my my fucking carriage that I lent him. <sighs> you don't you don't say he's he stood me up as well. Do, do you know where I could find uh, him? No, I I talked to him about oh, it's been months and months and months. Oh, five months or so. I haven't seen that bastard, but tell me you've seen him more recently than that. Few, maybe, but a few days ago in a beautiful carriage. Oh, did it have, did it have trim on the edges with, with a lovely big lock and doors on the back? And he, he's describing the carriage. Yeah, uh, why yes, I, I surely would love to find him. Bastard! I knew he was a thief. I could smell it on him the first time I'm... The first time I'm... Do you have any water? I'll turn around, kind of like put my hand out, expecting that the bartender was listening. It's already a, 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 a tepid glass of, of water is already in your hand. I'll pass it to him and say, Now, why did Thank the you. chain need your carriage in the first place? Well, something about a... Uh, something about a uh, uh, visage. Uh, uh, no, not a, something about a uh, a pilgrimage. That's the word that he used. Something about finding some magical artifact or something, and we were gonna split the. Gosh, it's hard for me to remember actually now that I think about it. But all I know is that he stole a carriage from me and, and owes me big. You and you and me both. Well. Surely, if you uh, if you do if you do run into him, start spreading the word, and I will do the same and make sure you get your coin back, sir. Oh, yes. And what what have you, Lord Jimothy? What 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 business have you with with the chain? Oh, let's just say he has a shipment of mine as well. Bastard! Never trust. Never trust somebody who looks. Looks like that. Pointed features and slim face and all that. And I'm going to turn around to the bartender and say, um, do, you know me, I, I've obviously come here often. Um, I seem to have forgotten my coin on me today. Um, surely you know I'm good for it when I return next my 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 dear why would you need coin we've already added it to your to your account i love when you play along um i did i did want to do you know how much i love this place and i wanted to do something for the fine fine people here i wanted to um buy a round for everyone here and then five oh, more and oh, i wanted to lovely. throw a nice 200 gold tip into your pocket, if you don't mind, and if you have any other friends, maybe maybe throw your best friend one as well, and just put that all on the account. Oh my, my lord! I, I, you, if if you don't mind my saying, you've always been rather cold with, with your account. Uh, of course, yes, we'll, we'll do it now. And as he's ringing up and starting to bring drinks around, uh, we're going to shift down to Cambrio, unless there's anything else said as a final word. No, I, that was my... I fucking hate that guy, so... Um. <laughs> <Okay>. Sweet. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so, as you descend... 
As you descend the stairs, Tadpole Cambrio, you can see that this is a very different feel uh, from upstairs. You definitely glimpsed the uh, richness and the volume that was on the main level. Downstairs, it's different. Uh, it smells kind of of old river water. There's kind of a, a, a smoke from the fire that doesn't have proper ventilation, so it's kind of not the world's best oxygen down here. And you can just see that people are uh, down here half enjoying drinks, but also like you can see like they're polishing different silverware or relacing different boots for their lords. Like they're kind of doing tasks for their lords as they're kind of enjoying their swill down here. And you can see that uh, a group of about six or seven are all huddled up kind of secretively around around uh, the backfire. And when they see you, they say, Tadpole, come here, come here. Uh, I'm going to walk silently over because I don't think Tadpole sounds like Oliver Twist. So, <laughs> so, uh, so when you get uh, to those other individuals, and I'll say they're also diverse. Like, there's no uh, like servant race here. Uh, equal opportunity there's, slavery. There's equal op- opportunity to be a slave. Yeah. So there's gnomes. There's humans. There's uh, dwarves as well. Um, and uh, when you join them you can see that the one who seems to be kind of in the middle of the story uh, looks to you and, and says, uh, did you did you hear anything about Jumper today? So I kind of whisper back, just, no, no, I was, I was with my, with my master all day. It's weird, man. This is the third time that it's happened. They keep disappearing. All of the, all of us, all of the servants, all of the, indentured people it's like the third one in the last 10 days it's crazy i'm so scared is your master doing anything about this to ensure your safety like you don't know what to do my master uh, my master doesn't give a single rat's ass about my safety none of our masters care about our safety they care probably more about that boot that you're holding if that went missing they'd notice first we're just property and tools to these people well, yeah, tell, tell that to Jumper and all the other people that have gone missing this, this week. I, I wish I could. I'm just They're saying, not even no looking for s- us. They're not doing anything about it. The only ones who are going to solve our problems is us. Yeah. So, what are you suggesting? Can you describe the, the last couple of people to have gone missing? You know them. Uh, Jumper. Um, yeah. I think, hey, didn't you say that Thrixies went? And then somebody else nods like, yeah, I saw Thrixies a couple days ago, but he's completely gone. Um, and then uh, you hear a, a couple other names, but Craig is not a name that you hear. Okay. Um, they, they are also talking about, um, and it's, sorry for not doing this in voice, but essentially they, they're also saying they've heard their masters talk about... Um, some of the upper class people also going missing, but they're a lot more uh, low key about it because of kind of the status. But that's more just rumor. They know for sure that some servants and slaves have been taken, but they're not too sure about anybody else. Okay. All right. So again, I think if if we're worried about ourselves, we need to start thinking about ways to protect ourselves. So what are you suggesting? 
we need an upheaval of this order that's holding us down. All right. You take those cutleries you're sharing, you take that in your pocket, you see those boots, you take the laces out, and then tonight, we have to do this tonight. We can't have any more of us go missing. Tonight we strike. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's probably one of them, to be honest. It's probably some sick fucked up game they're playing, using us as bait or or uh, objects, taking, making us into balls or something. I just think that it's the inevitable outcome of this system. And it's on us to ensure our own safety by destroying it from within. So, are you suggesting what I think you're suggesting? I think so. The time is right for us to strike and to make sure that we can ensure our safety if no one else is going to. We talked about it for so long, brothers, and we've all, we've all wished it at one point, kissing the dirt, just wishing we could take that beautiful cloak and just wrap it around his neck and... Oh, I'm getting ahead of myself, but... Oh, tonight is the night. When the church bells strike 11.47, then we'll do it. I don't... Be wary. I don't need you. Shh. R- roll, a, roll a persuasion check with disadvantage because you don't know that they've been talking about this for a long time. <laughs> Okay, well, I guess the nat 20 doesn't count, but then it's just a 16. Okay. So, like, yeah. Yeah. For, for, for too long. For too long have we been serving assholes, and, and, and we go missing, and they don't care. And, and the, the missing's not even the worst part. Like, we get nothing out of this. Yeah. Yeah. We get paid like shit. You guys getting paid? Yeah. Are you not? No! Oh, fuck, man! Oh, That's brutal! Yeah, you yeah. guys thought you had it bad. You should feel bad for me. Yeah, I, we do! We you do! You guys should kill my master! Oh! Start there tonight! Okay, well, where is this happening? Where are we meeting? I don't think this is a meetup, boys. I think this happens organically and from within. I'm just saying, if we all, there's more of us than there is of them. Tonight, just when you're preparing your meal, or their meal, put the plate in front of them on the table, pick up the knife like you're gonna carve it, and just carve them instead. Whoa. We can do this. And oh. Kavir's just staring really, really intensely into the other one's eyes. Yeah. Stay stay here with me. Stay here with me. Yeah. He's pointing out to my own eyes. Just, yeah, you and me, yeah. buddy, we got this. Okay, okay. Tonight. Tonight. We're gonna kill, we're gonna kill them all. We're gonna take our lives we're gonna back. Tonight. <laughs> That's where we're gonna end tonight. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Eating the rich, baby. You just gotta give freaking Scott an open room for something, and he's gonna start an uprising. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed our podcast, please rate and review five stars for the five stars of the show. A special thanks to Matthew for designing our map and to Isabel for creating our art. You can find their work on Instagram at Matthews underscore makings and at Laco Miles, L-A-C-O-M-Y-L-E-S. Thanks as well to Drew Hewitt and Arcane Anthems for doing our theme and background music. For music you too can use, visit patreon.com slash arcane anthems to add the perfect theme to your home game. 
You can follow more Eldritch Buds news on Instagram at Eldritch Buds or on our subreddit at r slash Eldritch Buddies.